Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have a very special show. I recorded a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine who asked some basic questions about purchasing a home in the Bay Area. And we also went over some other random advice. I figured that a lot of people have similar questions and this will help everyone out. Enjoy. I just barely got out of college like a couple years ago, um, getting my first really good paying job. I am looking into the housing market right now mm-hmm. and definitely it's really tough in the Bay as, as a lot of us know. Uh, I've been kind of window shopping with like my family, like for a couple of houses, like in Milpitas area. And then like, you know, how's like the lowest price I see is like a million dollars, you know? And I, I read somewhere that you, what you pay shouldn't be more than like 30% of your income or something like that for, um, like, like your mortgage payment, mortgage payment. 30% of your gross income, right? Gross income. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then like, how much do I save up for like a down payment or something, you know, like for like a, a million dollar house or a million, 1.4, 1.6 or something like that around here, you know? All right. So I'll give you some rules of thumb. If you go for something called a conventional loan, which means just normal loan, yeah. the minimum down payment is usually 20% down. 20% down. So for a 1.5 mil down, uh, 1.5 mil, it's $300,000. That's just a down payment. Dollars. Okay. Okay. Not including your closing costs. So whatever origination fees you need to get your loan yeah. or like title transfer. I mean, those are all small compared to your down payment. Yeah. But just think 300000 plus maybe like a couple grand Yeah. on top of that. That's for a conventional loan where you're going to get your best like yeah. mortgage rates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now there's also another program called FHA loan. Mm-hmm. And the down payment minimum is 3.5%. Yeah. So usually like, you know, newer people, they use FHA loan. But here are the cons to that. One, um, even though it's only 3.5% down payment, mm-hmm. you have a bigger loan, obviously. And you have to pay something called PMI. It's so that in case you default on your loan, that, that mortgage insurance pays the pays the government back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it adds like another 200 bucks to your monthly payments. Mm-hmm. It's not so bad. But the, the big problem here is FHA, the max loan size is maybe like 670 grand. I see. So even though you only put down 3.5%, you can only get a loan for 675, which means you yeah. still can't buy anything. Unless you buy a condo. There are some condos here that sell for pretty cheap. Oh yeah. FHA. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else? So I don't know too much about loans as you were talking about, but like, I know there's like a 15 year mortgage and there's a 30 year mortgage, right? Yes. Cause then like, I think, I think my family or my parents went for the 30 year mortgage Yes. and I, I don't know how much we have left to pay for that house, but would it be better to pay off the house that my parents live in now and then, and then move out and then like maybe rent out that house or like, should I just like move out? Like once I... Once I get the job or something, or like, what's a what's a good strategy for for that? You think? Wait, are you are your parents moving with you to your new house? Um, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know at this point right now, but I'd I'd like to live separately. Yeah, I mean, most yeah. people do. Yeah, like I, my dad lives like twenty minutes away, but I, I yeah. barely go see him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, can you repeat your question? Yeah. So, um, there's a couple more years or a couple hundred thousand dollars left on my parents um house okay and so uh i'm gonna get my first job like good paying job soon so what's a good strategy for uh for um like moving out like should i just 
move out and start like paying rent for like an apartment or save up for a, an actual home or oh that's a personal preference my man oh, like Brian he lives at home still even though he makes good money yeah. he has a lot of stocks like he's investing yeah. with me in some of my projects yeah yeah okay but because he lives at home he saves like a good you know a couple of G's every year a couple G's yeah okay um not really sure how paying off your parents mortgage is this, yeah. that's your choice because that's, that's that will a personal get, choice yeah, that okay. will get paid off regardless yeah. And they probably have really good interest rates. Yeah. So here's one thing. Um, you know, there's two ways to think about life. One is to think about your gains and one is to think about stopping your losses. Yeah. So your total net worth is like, is like this, right? You, yeah, know, you yeah. increase your net worth and you don't care about the expenses or you keep your, your income the same and then you adjust your um, yeah. whatever. So you keep the same net worth. I don't, I don't, I'm not really a fan of fixing your expenses. So yeah. some people think that they should take all their money and then just like dump it into all of their long-term loans. Like student debt's pretty high, so I'd pay that off. But you know, your, your mortgage, dude, it's pretty cheap. I, I mean, my mortgage here is 3.6%. Mm-hmm. So I'm in no hurry to pay that off. And if you, if you do ever take it in economics, you kind of learn something called like net present value and time value of money. Mm-hmm. So you find out that the dollar today is worth more than the dollar tomorrow because of inflation and whatnot. So, oh really? Yeah. yeah, so yeah like you know, right. think about this. When my parents bought this house thirty years ago, they paid like two hundred thousand for it. And back then, yeah. damn, it's a lot of fucking money. Now, dude, who gives a shit? Two hundred thousand. Fuck, I paid off. Yeah. I paid off today. If I wanted to. Right. Or I can just make the small monthly payments. Okay. And then yeah. think about thirty years from now. Like, what's a thousand bucks going to be? A thousand bucks a month. Yeah. Thirty years from now, who cares? It's going to be yeah, manageable. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's that's my train of thought at least. So. Um, for any of these long-term loans, first of all, I personally would always choose a 30-year mortgage. 15-year mm-hmm. mortgage has the benefit of a lower interest rate. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to, you could accelerate that 30-year mortgage payment by just paying more principal down. Yeah. I don't I don't agree with that. I would just pay the minimum and just let it ride all the way through. Yeah. So the second thing is, do you rent? Hard to say, man. Yeah. Like, that, that personal freedom is good. But don't go overboard, yeah. man. My, I, have, I have a friend. Um, she isn't making as much as you're going to make. Yeah. And then like, she got like, a new car. She used to live by herself. Yeah. In Santa Clara, paying like two, two grand a month. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't saving shit. Mm-hmm. Working for like two years and she's still net zero. Yeah. And okay. she has two months. I forgot. But basically she's net zero because of her car payment. Right. And then, uh, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. Step one is don't put yourself in a financial hole. So I would recommend okay. you not getting a new car for a while if you can. I mean, unless okay. it's, I mean, unless it's your yeah, parents' sure. car, um, you know, buy it, buy it used. Yeah. Pay for it in cash. Like okay. I guess the rule of thumb is you don't get a loan on any depreciating asset. You yeah. only get loans on appreciating stuff. Okay. So like a house, fine. Get a loan on that. But a car, nah, just pay that in cash. Okay. And what else? Oh yeah, also, why would you get a car? Because in like three or four years... We're gonna have those self-driving cars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's right. That's my that's my idea at least. Do you want to hear a really good strategy? I made a podcast on this one already too. Yeah, sure. Alright, this is like this is like the gangster's strategy I've heard. And if I could, I would do the same strategy. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of a fourplex before? Four plus? No. No. Okay, so this is a home. Single family home. Whatever. Three bed, two bath. Now there's another thing called a duplex. Where there are two homes attached to get together. Yeah. Two homes. Okay. 
and then there's three plex, and then there's four plex. Yeah. So somewhere down Lopitas, there's actually these giant buildings where there's like two floors each side. There's one, two, three, four people yeah. living in it. Yeah, yeah. Fourplex. So for fourplex, that FHA loan number goes up from six seventy to like I think it's one point two million dollars. Yeah. Of loan. Mm-hmm. So then with three point five percent down, your total purchase price on a fourplex can be up to like one point two five million. Yeah. You can't really find that here in Lapidus or in like nice place like Sunnyville. Yeah, yeah. But in San Jose, not the best part of San Jose, but hey, mm-hmm. in San Jose, like you can live in one unit and you can rent out the other three units mm-hmm. for like two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars each. Mm-hmm. So okay. every month, instead of spending all your hard earned salary on your mortgage payments, mm-hmm. you're getting seventy five hundred bucks a month from your tenants to pay for that mm-hmm. mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. And tax and insurance, so basically you can live for free. Wow, yeah, it's a good yeah. strategy. That is a good strategy. The con is obviously you're living, maybe in a not so desirable area, and also yeah. you're also living with tenants. Like you won't see them; they're gonna be your neighbors. Yeah, but I see. I see. Instead of you paying the rent, you're getting you're getting the rent. Yeah, and then a few years, you take that money, you buy another fourplex, and then just keep getting more and more and more and more. And more yeah. Money. Yeah, I don't know if I have any more questions. I was just uh, trying to think of different strategies. Like, what what books do you read, uh, like that help with the uh, that help with uh, you know like all this stuff? I mean, single family purchases are very straightforward. Mm-hmm. They're not hard. They're not hard. Just just like this, I can answer almost all, any question you yeah. have. If you want to go more into detail, then you start looking at those kind of books. Okay. See, um, I like what you're doing with your tinkering because you're actually getting better yeah. every day and I feel bad because I don't have any like tinkering yeah I don't, I don't, I don't tinker you, you did the electrical engineering too right yeah but I never yeah. had any passion for it yeah like, I only did it because when you're 18 you check a box yeah exactly when you apply to, to UC it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do I was good at math and physics so I was like do I just math and physics no they don't make money engineering okay click <laughs> I could have clicked computer engineering way, way more money yeah seriously and computer science right computer science yeah it's, it's saturating now, though, right? Yeah, but think about it. When we got in, yeah. if we started in like 2012, yeah. we would have been good. But yeah. we didn't start in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. And then I kept trying to get back into it. But I'm glad. I'm glad I did yeah. it because it put me in a situation where I wasn't satisfied with my career choice or like the payout for it. So I had to be creative and think outside the box. Yeah. And that's how I got into real estate. Yeah. And because of that, I've made way more money than any of my friends doing yeah, yeah, yeah. computer science have. I see, I see. Yeah. I mean, I, since you just got your job, yeah. don't worry about buying a house in the near future, man. Yeah. It's going to take a while. Like, how many years do you think? It will I take? said, man. So, it's 20% down. Yeah. Usually. Mm-hmm. And then they also, your loan amount, the max will give you is five times your salary. Yeah. So, five times your salary now is like 450 Mm-hmm. So that's the loan amount they'll give you. That's it. So you put twenty percent down. You know you can only get four fifty loan. Yeah. What can you really buy? Right. You right. Still can't buy okay. that much. That's right. That's right. That's why it's they, gonna take a while. Married couples, then you can start buying million dollar houses. That's right. Yeah. Start. And then for a million dollar house, your mortgage is like six G's. Yeah. Six G's a month. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. For sure. So yeah. All right, man. Get comfy yeah. living with your parents a little bit more. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's not too bad. 
Sometime. Probably now. Then? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Cool. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. See you guys next time.